What's up, everybody? Jem and Terry here back for Keeping It Real. This week we're going to talk about some of the cosmic ambitions of superhero movies that are yeah. coming up. Uh, let's start with something that apparently is not happening anytime soon now in humans, Marvel's in humans. Uh, just last week well, after we did the It is stage. happening just on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> true, that is true. It was supposed to come out July of 2019 and now uh, Disney has removed it from uh, their release schedule. Kevin Feige, Marvel Studios president... Yeah, he gave us a heads up about this a little while ago. He said, you know, due to just when Indiana Jones 5 was coming out, yeah. the release date was probably going to be switched up because it was coming out a week after. Yeah, I and believe. it was, it, it would have, you know, essentially cannibalized that audience. But there's been speculation for a while, too, that Inhumans just sort of didn't fit in the Phase 3 slate. Yeah. Like, it, we have this big build-up to Infinity War, and then Inhumans essentially would have been like the Ant-Man at the end of Phase, what Ant-Man was right. at the end of Phase 2. Well, I guess, I mean, they're, they're definitely, you know, it's a cosmic, uh, it's got cosmic elements, but uh, Birth Movies Death had uh, speculated based on their sources that it was actually more kind of being put out to pasture because of Kevin Feige finally in the last year getting out from under, under the thumb of Ike Perlmutter who runs Marvel and there's no love lost between them and now Feige is pretty much just answers to the Disney bigwig. Um, and that, you know, Perlmutter wanted Inhumans because it was like their answer to X-Men. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that Feige wasn't as kind of nuts about it. And, uh, you know, they, we, we didn't ever seem to really get any sort of firm news on Inhumans except that release date. You know? Right, and it has been this ongoing question. Like, it's very clear that Marvel TV and Marvel movies are doing different things and the fact that Inhumans are a huge part and have been a huge part of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for the past two seasons, yeah. would that movie just ignore that entirely and focus on Black Bolt and all those other yeah. characters or would it bring like Daisy Johnson from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. into the movie which seems really unlikely yeah, as much as I love because it's also a movie that would be, you know, three In, years uh, out right. and would Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. even still be on the air by then? Like, Which, we don't know. As someone who loves Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., hopefully. But, you know, <laughs> I know, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, I wasn't too surprised at yeah. that news. Are you disappointed, though? Would, do you think basically trying to do Marvel's own version of the X-Men, is that something, maybe maybe is that what some they should do for Phase 4? Or do you want to see it just kick to the curb? I mean... I got the sense that we'll still get it at some point, but I do hope that whatever happens with that, it's at a point where the people behind the MCU are working a little bit more cohesively. Because again, like Inhumans with the name Inhumans have been a part of the TV series, and yeah. I think it would be the biggest disconnect to date to have the movie completely ignore that. I hope that yeah. if and when that movie does get made, even if it's just offhand remark, it, that can be a cosmic show or, or movie but I hope that there is some reference to what's happened in other parts of the MCU. Speaking of other parts of the MCU, thank you for the segue. You're welcome. Longtime listeners and viewers know that I do love me the segues. You love your segues. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, we found out this week via uh, set photos that Nathan Fillion... Uh, who Has a new cameo. New cameo. <laughs> He's in the first one. He was the big prisoner. Yes. Um, the big blue CGI guy at the kiln. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's going to be Simon Williams, who in the Marvel comics is, is Wonder Man. Uh, but in this version, he is no longer like a stuntman. He is an actor. 
uh, and <laughs> he plays Tony Stark in a movie that's basically Steve Jobs. Like, you know, it's black and white photo and it's called Stony. Yeah, Tony so Stark basically the got... set photo revealed that um, there are these posters at a movie theater that's the it's Simon like... Williams Film Festival and, <laughs> and it's Nathan Fillion on all these posters as Simon Williams. So I don't think that we're actually going to physically see yeah. him. I think that it's truly just like a little Easter egg for people who know the relationship between Nathan Fillion <laughs> and James Gunn, uh, sort of like when he was monstrous inmate in Guardians 1. Um, but but it is really fun and also it did this question like this is supposed to be set on earth it looks like yeah. and if Simon Williams is playing Tony Stark as an adult is it like present-day earth and what yeah. does that mean yeah so, what does that mean if you're essentially in 21st century earth because we saw you know little Star-Lord as a kid Peter Quill in what was it, the 80s or 90s or something when he got it was the, the 80s, 80s. Uh, when he got uh, kidnapped Mm -hmm. Alien now. That's the only time we ever saw Earth. Yeah. So I've been curious to see, you know, if the Guardians franchise and the more cosmic sides of the MCU will connect back to what is happening with the Avengers because like it's really the only movie that's so removed at that point especially since we know Civil War is bringing yeah. so many characters together and sort of including Peter off. Quill yeah yeah, yeah. no not I mean in Infinity, Star, War, Infinity War I mean, yeah. is bringing Peter Quill yes. in that's something that we've right. learned so yeah like how will, war is going on I was like I was like wait where's Peter Quill in Civil War <laughs> Sorry, how did I miss that but yeah like you know will will guardians 2 intersect with the mcu phase 3 now or yeah. will the first time peter quill meets these characters be in infinity war right well you know again though infinity war taking uh the the heroes even more into a cosmic realm mm -hmm. so we've got in, in humans uh that may or may not happen but at least we're getting some of that on the small screen we have guardians and then Infinity War with Thanos, a two-part movie, by the way. Um, and Captain Marvel. And Depending Captain on Marvel. what they do with her, she could be in that cosmic realm. Very well. much so, yeah. I mean, so it'll be interesting to see sort of how cosmic uh, will things get after Infinity War. Will they, you know, is basically is future, is space the future for superhero movies? I'm also curious... If, you know, they're building up to this big push to outer space because that's where we know Thanos is. But hopefully two Infinity War movies, I'm assuming they'll defeat Thanos in some capacity by yeah. the end of the second one. Hopefully. Um, after that, where do they go from there? Yeah. Does everyone just sort of scatter? Do you bring the Avengers back down to Earth? Interesting. Or yeah, do you do like an Avengers disassembled kind of thing? Joshua... Uh, it has some theories on that that we can talk about next week. But, you know, the Thor movies also have a science fiction element. I mean, Fantasy, Asgard yeah. is basically in space. You mm -hmm. kind of, you see it like that, you know, so. And isn't there supposed to, isn't there rumors of like a space road trip? Like, Well, yeah, Thor Ragnarok is going to be like a cosmic road trip, they said. Yeah. And, you know, that one rumor is that it's essentially going to poach the idea of Planet Hulk. Uh -huh. I mean, like a gladiator planet. We don't know if that's true. This is not really news, but the Russo brothers who directed Civil War and are directing Infinity War posted a really funny video of Chris Hemsworth <laughs> where he sort of responded to uh, not being invited. He, uh, Thor and the Hulk, not being invited to Civil War. And it's really funny. And I suggest Should that you check, check it, out it out because I will not be able to describe it. I will take all humor from it trying to explain why it's funny. You but you will really think funny. he is a far stronger man than he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You know, Marvel's not the only one with cosmic ambitions. Green Lantern Corps from Warners and DC is also in the works. Now that's further away, I believe that's 2020. That's coming up, but there were, nevertheless, the rumor mill. Sure, I mean, 2020 isn't that far away. Just like we were yeah. talking about how Comic-Con is not that far away right now, Weeks. even though we're, you know, yeah. at the end of April. Um, 2020, not that far away. It really anymore. isn't. I mean, uh, I remember, I remember initial <laughs> speculating on, you know, Marvel Phase 2. What could it be? And that felt like yesterday. And now we're into Phase yeah. 3. So, uh, but Green Lantern Corps rumor is that it will have three Green Lantern protagonists. Hal Jordan, John Stewart, and Kyle Rayner, and that Hal Jordan will be, be older. older. He'll be like Matt Damon's age. Yeah, they were like older, like Matt Damon, and I'm like, oh, so still a rugged Hollywood leading man. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, it was funny. Uh, Joshua and I did a con Joshua, our comics editor, and I did a conversation a couple months ago where there was a rumor that Green Lantern would not be in uh, Justice League Part 1, and then he wouldn't be introduced until... Actually, I guess we didn't know then if he would be in yeah. Justice League Part 2 or not. And he was, like, a little bit taken aback by that idea. He was upset. But uh, the idea of there being three Green Lanterns in Green Lantern Corp... I mean, you know, it's obviously... The title suggests that there will be more than one Green Lantern, but it does make me think that we'll get some introduction to what is going on with Green Lantern before yeah. that movie and not have it be an origin movie that happens to have three well-known I mean, maybe you just see Hal Jordan as a pilot before you ever see him as Green Lantern yeah. or something. Um, we're going to uh, talk uh, about a different uh, Marvel property now, uh, whereas some of these uh, other movies are going into space. You know, obviously Doctor Strange is going into the supernatural realm. The into quantum other, realm. The quantum realm, other dimensions. Um, but, you know, the casting of Ancient One, as we've talked about before in the show, is still a point of controversy. Tilda Swinton, a white woman playing a character who had been an Asian male in, in the comics. If a somewhat racist depiction of an Asian male. <laughs> it, it is, you know, it, it's, an old, it's an old trope of the wizened, uh, you know, master, Asian mentor. Asian mentor yeah. And... Um, and, you know, so there were, we've talked many times about how it was kind of a no-win situation for Marvel. You, you either embrace that trope, stereotype, however you want to call it, um, and face the backlash over that, or you switch it up and face backlash over that. Now, the, the, one of the writers on the movie, Robert Cargill, uh, who, I don't know if you knew this, he started as a, as a blogger on Ain't a Cool News. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. Well, look at um, that. Yeah, but he, he did, Hollywood. well, he, he did an interview uh, recently, and I forget the outlet that, it was like a podcast or something, but he, he explained the politics of you cannot, uh, with China being the biggest, second biggest market in the world right now, you know, the politics of having a Tibetan character, like right. the ancient one, in a movie that has to play in China, let alone casting, as some people, uh, detractors of the casting, Tilda Swinton suggested, will cast an Asian actor or actress as the, you know, the ancient one. Uh, cast a Chinese actress or actor. And he's like, that would be even more of a point of controversy right. then. Uh, but... Marvel has since come out with their own sta statement about Tilda Swinton's casting, which, which Jim will dr very I dramatically will read <laughs> an Oscar nomination. For oh, no. I will not do that. No. That's, no. This is not going to happen. Don't worry. 
Uh, <laughs> Marvel said in a statement this week that uh, was picked up by the New York Times, the Ancient One is... Uh, Do you need me to read it? <laughs> I, I broke my glasses last week, so now I just have these like stupid $20 readers that, guess what, I can't read. You read it, okay, Terry. Okay, all right, I got it. Very this dramatically so read by hum Terry Schwartz. Humiliating. Uh, the Ancient One is a title that is not exclusively held by any one character, but rather a moniker passed down through time. And moniker. in this particular film, the embodiment is Celtic. We are very proud to have the enormously talented Tilda Swinton portray this unique and complex character alongside our richly diverse cast. I want to say, first of all, thank you for saying Celtic, not Welcome. Celtic, like the basketball team. Well, we are both from Boston, as Jim That's loves true. to point out. We so. also, I want to point out, uh, somebody you cannot see or hear. He's our new producer we behind the camera, him. Tom. Uh, and he's, <laughs> he's going to be handling Deserves a shout out deserves because he's also, he's also from New England. Yeah, he's a New Englander like us. So he's blowing us kisses. By the way, you guys, if you are from the greater Boston area, please let Jim know at, at Jim Veveda on Twitter because it will make his day. He loves Boston. There's I don't know no, if you know this nothing, about Jim. Let him know. He loves Boston. There's, there's nothing uh, and Go watch Batman v. Boston with exactly. Jim Veveda. So we have some other, obviously, comic book movie news. This week we had the final trailer for X-Men Apocalypse drop. Now, some with an interesting final shot. Yes, which, you know, look, it... I deemed it, initially I deemed it spoilerish, but it's out there everywhere, including from Hugh Jackman and Brian Singer. Yes, Wolverine pops up at the end of the trailer. You see the claws come out. Now, Brian Singer, Brian Singer has since said that all might not be what it seems. So does that mean we're dealing with a Wolverine clone? Or are we dealing with... I, like I think early it, days of Wolverine uh, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be Wolverine but it's the Weapon X program, so that explains how he ends up with his metal claws again. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of Days of Future Past, he had the bone claws, and they were screwing with his origin, and we know Stryker is in, Apocalypse. I need to go back and watch all these movies in chronological order. There is no chronological <laughs> order. That's the biggest problem with X-Men movies. The timeline, the continuity is screwy. Yeah. Even when so they it rebooted it, it didn't change anything. Now it it's even worse. It could literally be anything. <laughs> yeah. But I I, yeah. <laughs> this new incarnation of Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. Um, yeah, he loves show tunes now as much as Hugh Jackman does. <laughs> he um, keeps breaking out into songs. <laughs> yeah, he loves the Hamilton I soundtrack. I would love that. Oh, man. Sorry, that's like a whole other vice but right there. Do, do you think, and Joshua and I had a whole conversation about this, but do you think it was necessary to throw that Wolverine shot in the trailer? It, sh it screams of desperation to me. Yeah. It screams of... Hey, all the things you love for in the movie, just go see it, please. Like, look, but like, you remember that guy? Like, if you, if you didn't get who all these other new characters are because right. they're new faces, at least you'll recognize this. Right. Um, yes and no, like, I, I feel like am uh, less sensitive to spoilers than some other people are. I don't mind a movie giving me those cues, uh, barring like the final fight, I don't know how much there necessarily is to spoiler spoil about Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, I think if they want to promote that Wolverine is in it, that we do have this like massive slate of X-Men, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, you know, if, if you can promote Spider-Man in Civil War, then right. you're allowed to promote I guess the, the, the flip side is, you know, BVS trailer giving away Doomsday. Yeah, the same, yeah, I mean, I don't know Which how triggers many in the audience. 
if you know that story, then you can figure out where that story was going. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many surprises there are going to be in X-Men Apocalypse, and I don't know if it is a movie that is meant to have yeah. surprises. Uh, but I, we'll see. I'm not yeah. especially, like, chomping at the bit to go see that movie. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm really excited to see what they'll do with it, but right. I do feel like I have a general sense of everything that I'm going to be getting. And, yeah, I feel like I've seen so much of that movie now. Um, now, speaking about X-Men Apocalypse and seeing so much from the movie, um, we got some news today that 20th Century Fox is sitting out this year's San Diego Comic-Con. Um, last year, they were there with X-Men Apocalypse. They had Hugh Jackman come out and do a wave. It was a great presentation. But the footage leaked online. Now, if you guys haven't been to San Diego Comic-Con, there's a giant auditorium called Hall H. It's and like, what, 7,000 people? Something like that. I, I swear the number goes up an extra 1,000 every year you hear. You know? um, but thousands of people, yes, there are security people there. You were told 100 times, don't you know, turn off your cameras and laptops. Don't record the footage. And the big thing about the big movie Hall H presentations is you are camping, you you have to camp outside basically overnight to get into these at this point oh, because suppressed. they're so, they're so just, you know, uh, so fan driven and, and yeah. there's this promise of exclusive footage when you get in, something you will only see at Comic-Con yeah. and that's why you want to wait. But because of the changing times and because everyone has a cell phone with a great camera now, what Jim is saying, there's so many people there, it's all but impossible to yeah. stop someone from taking a video of the footage and then posting it on the internet. Which is piracy. You yeah. Know, you're it's committing a crime. Piracy. And it's happened, it's happened across the board with pretty much every yeah. studio It happened that's last been year there. with Suicide Squad, too. And, and Warner Brothers' response to what we talked on the podcast at the time about, you know, did they react appropriately to that? Should they... They, they, they sent out a really, upset? like, snippy, yeah. you know, upset response, which I think is fair. And people kept comparing it to how Marvel responded not too long before when the Age of Ultron trailer had leaked, yeah, and they just the said... Hell, yeah, well, they said, damn yeah. it, Hydra. Yeah, um, but you know what they don't... You know, what fans don't remember is Marvel legal went after all the people that were that tied it. to that thing. I mean, so it's, piracy it's, is an ongoing issue, yeah. especially, you know, with movies. And so the whole argument that Fox had is, you know, because of concerns about piracy, we aren't going to be delivering an exclusive event to the people who are here yeah. because this stuff is going to leak that's cut specifically for yeah. Comic-Con, and so they aren't doing anything. Which the the still only is thing that strange. they're doing there is a small panel for Trolls, which is technically a DreamWorks animation release and they're handling the um, distribution of their films for the time being. We'll get more on, uh, on them in a little bit. However, um, my question to you and to the viewers and listeners, mm -hmm. um, with Disney also possibly sitting out Comic-Con according to The Wrap who first reported this whole story, you know, Disney has Star Wars Celebration coming up. They have D23 Expo next year. They have other shows that they can yeah, count their Fox stuff Fox doesn't through. have that. Fox and Fox has like a huge slate of movies that they could be promoting. Including Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed being yeah. the biggest among them. Yeah. And this seemingly being the biggest audience they could reach people at. I mean, yeah. I wonder if they're going to do something at E3 at this point. Now, I, I bet you they probably will. Which is about a month before, as I'm sure many of you know. I bet you June. they probably will. And, and that way they can, if anything happens, maybe they shift the onus to Ubisoft or something. But my, my question is, with Disney possibly sitting this out, with Fox definitely sitting it out, 
Does that mean Warner Brothers with their big superhero slate, and a lot of people are wondering this and speculating on it, does that mean has Warner Brothers already essentially won Comic-Con with their DC stuff without even showing up yet? Here's the question though, like what if they decide to tamp down on what they're doing because would of be that damn big, fools. Yeah, they would be damn fools because they might not really have any competition even if even if their stuff does leak, which again, it almost inevitably will leak. Well, hopefully they learn from last year and just have the thing ready to go online. Right, which is also, I think, sort of part of the problem. You get less of an amazing exclusive experience. Like, I remember uh, when Avatar was there the first yeah. time and it was, you know, like there was 3D glasses yeah. which at the time I like was you in never there. yeah you never had 3D glasses we didn't glasses. even know each other we then. didn't even know each other then but it was like 13 minutes or something yeah. of avatar and it was the first anyone had seen of avatar after yeah. james cameron basically did what he did now and like went yeah. into a hole and made this movie for yeah. almost a decade um imagine doing that now like it would all leak and i don't think that necessarily much if yeah. any of that did make its way online it's well, it's sort of a shame and i think part of a trend of movies not having the same impact at Comic-Con that they yeah. used to, and I think it is the rise of just cell phones and cameras and leaking stuff but, in that way. But I think that Warner Brothers will, I think they have to go because of the response to BVS being so divided. Yeah, you really to need negative. to sell stuff. You, you, and, and Suicide Squad opens the following month. Um, even if, you know, they could even, if the movie is ready, do early fan screenings of Suicide Squad. They could do the Harley's Tattoo Parlor thing again. And you want your Justice League to come out on stage together. Yeah, you wanted you know? them to assemble the Justice League. And I was really surprised that they didn't do that last year, actually. Yeah. Or, well, they, or did, we were... they did the concept art thing, but now that we've seen them in action, like, and they're filming the movie, and they're gonna have Wonder Woman uh, footage that can be shown. Right. You know, I think that they should definitely lean into this and see this as an opportunity. The other two big studios um, that could do something interesting, Paramount. Uh, yeah. Paramount has this whole Transformers universe they're building up. This yeah, is a great chance to right. show that off. And also they have like the G.I. Joe expanded Hasbro yeah. universe that Rom they announced. Space Night, man. Yeah. I can't wait uh, for that. So there's like a lot of really cool stuff there. Uh, and then Universal also has a chance to, to do some interesting yeah. stuff. Sony is there too. Yeah. I don't think we'll, well see we'll any see Sony if Sony spread. goes. Actually, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't they, think that they've they will. sat it out before, but I think. I mean, ultimately, it might I, be some screen gem stuff, but I don't think yeah. much Sony proper. I think. I think though that you know Warner Brothers will essentially be the big game there. They're going to be the talking point, and and you do want to get as a fan experience, and with Marvel not there, you know, to because Marvel used to yeah, close that that panel yeah. at Comic-Con and that was the final conversation was about Marvel. If Disney sits it out and they don't and they don't go and there's nothing Marvel there, Marvel movie was, I'm sure TV will have a presence, then it, it's it's Warner Brothers to lose, mm -hmm. you know? And that would be a shame. You know, maybe we'll get some news about, you know, more DC movies, maybe a little, you know, something about Batman or Shazam or whatever, but you know, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe maybe we'll find out who's playing Hal Jordan. Yes. Maybe it is Matt Damon. Maybe, maybe it is Matt maybe Damon. Maybe they're not just looking for a 40-something like Matt Damon. <laughs> maybe they're looking at you, Matt Damon. Do you think, yeah, do you think that Ben Affleck has that in his contract? He's like, listen, I just gotta make <laughs> My soulmate better be in this thing or I'm <laughs> out, you know? Uh, well, we want to know from you guys, do you think Warner Brothers basically, you know, do they have Comic-Con now in the bag with all their DC movie stuff? 
Is it still a big gamble for them? Um, let us know in the comments. Let me move on from that business. That big touch talking point. Let's let's talk about Rogue One. Let's the Star talk Wars about story. Rogue One. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, them flapping them lips, spilling letting some stuff. Letting it slip or letting it slip? Do you think know. that he? Did you watch that video? Well, let's just say, let's give you a little spoiler heads up. I guess he said it. It's out there now. But Matt Mickelson said he's playing Jen Erso's father, who yes. is the Felicity Jones, the main character of Rogue One. Yeah. What do you What do you think about that? Uh, I was sort of like, okay. I, yeah. I want his character to have a big, interesting role because he is a really interesting actor. Yeah. Um, hearing, oh, this person's father makes me think the role might be yeah. minimal, which is a bummer. I'm so biased. <laughs> he, just, he just shows up to bail her out every now yeah, and then. Yeah, like, like, I don't know. I want him to... I, there, you were saying there are, were, like, rumors that he was maybe, like, the creator of the Death Star. Yeah, that he was this sort of, like, it. Oppenheimer type. Yeah, which, like, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's her connection to it somehow. And that's and why, why she rebels is because she doesn't like what her father says. Yeah, lots with. of daddy issues in Star Wars. Don't it know if you guys see. Makes sense, that you know? actually would be strangely fitting. That uh, would be. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like lady daddy issues. And it's blown up by, of, you know, a guy with daddy issues. issues yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> it all comes full circle uh, with the Death Star. <laughs> it's all about the daddy there in Star Wars. <laughs> but do you Wars. think, I mean, there was this, this interview that Mads did with Sky News in which he, he says, you know, and I'm her father. Oh no, I've said too much. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Do you know. think he was lying? No. Do you well, think he really is playing her? I just think that it might have been an intentional slip of the tongue. Well, now he's going to get an intentional slap in the damn hand yeah. for that <laughs> from Disney and Lucasfilm. Um, we also found out that uh, Oscar winner Alicia Vikander. This is not Star Wars related news. Not Star Wars. Just other exciting news. But she does remind me a little bit of Felicity Jones. A little, a little bit. bit, I can see. Um, she has been cast as Lara Croft in the Tomb Raider reboot. What do you, what do you, she's the star of Ex Machina. You guys would know her from that. And then, of course, all you Danish girl fanboys out there. <laughs> um, so, you know her from that. She got her Best Supporting Actress Oscar this year. So, what do you think about her as, as Laura Croft? Well, you know this she's because. She's Swedish, not English, by the you way. You saw this thought process become verbalized when we were talking about it earlier. My mind immediately went to, okay, Lara Croft, uh, Assassin's Creed crossover, just so we can have Alicia Vikander she, and her boyfriend, Michael Fassbender, in a movie together. There's going to be not, some sick fanfic being written yeah, about Yeah, probably not the right first reaction to have to that, <laughs> but it was mine. Uh, no, I think that she's a really good fit for it. People were talking about uh, Daisy Ridley potentially yeah. being up for the role. I think after we Ex Machina and, it, yeah. Yeah, and the Danish girl and uh, Tempest of Youth and the other films that she's been in uh, that totally indicate you know Lara Croft. Well, although man from uncle actually if if you want to get a sense of that kind of thing that that's i can't believe i'm actually recommending somebody go see man from uncle i thought it was pretty boring but she if you want to get a sense of maybe what she would hero. be like as Lara Croft, watch that one. I just think that she is sold that she has incredible range. And if someone yeah. can do something interesting and uh, well-rounded and humanized with the the character of Lara Croft, which is what it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be more inspired by the new Square Enix games, right. uh, I think that she is the right person for it. I think she's a very, very talented actress. Oh, she and is, yeah. that really sells me. A sort of similar to how bringing Michael Fassbender on Assassin's Creed sort of gave it a leg yeah. up and said, you know, Legitimizes this might be, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it might be a, a you know stronger, more artistic film. You realize that's two Oscar winners in a row to play Lara Croft. 
There you know, you you're not playing Lara Croft without Listen, that Oscar gold. They both only, had their Oscars before they played her. We only have so many, <laughs> like, big female video game hero, heroines to work with. True. you got to get some good talent behind exactly. those people. Um, now, when Zelda gets cast, you know, it's, it's going to be Meryl Streep. Yeah. We're going to get all the good yeah. stuff. It'll be Ch Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Although she doesn't have her Oscar yet, yeah. but she will. Yeah. Um, Oh no, that means Anne Hathaway. <laughs> okay, all right. So let's move on. We we mentioned Universal a little earlier in in DreamWorks. They won't be bringing Huntsman three to Comic Con. Huntsman sure. <laughs> Winter's War <laughs> flopped last weekend. It was like, like twenty something so million, hard. and it was like a hundred and something million dollar movie. So. It's like those slow-mo gifs of like cute dogs, like puppies, like running, but then like slipping in midair and just totally Missing wiping the couch, out. Like yeah. pretty much everything I yeah. post on Facebook, you're yeah, saying? Yeah, pretty much exactly what Jim posts on I, Facebook. I'm, I'm all into the cute animal video things that I share. But Huntsman Winter's War will could stand to lose reportedly up to $70 million for Universal. Um, ouch, one. Two, that's the third big Money losing the flop in a row for Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. What uh, we, we Goldman what? and I kind of talked about this last week. What do you think he needs to do to get that career mojo back? I mean, you know, yes, the Thor movies. Honestly, are, are doing successful, something like what he's doing in Ghostbusters might help him. Yeah. We'll see if that movie is a success. But I think if people aren't biting at him being this big action star that can be like a great, you know, reason to come to the movies. Poke some fun with it, like do yeah. what Jason Statham did in Spy, yeah. and have a little bit of fun with your persona. Like Chris Hemsworth seems like a good, like funny guy, and yeah. and I'm like very, that video you talked about. Yeah, there. and I'm very interested to see. I mean, they've been leaning into. They did like a funny, um, uh, like meme with him. Yeah. Like Sony sent. It didn't out really work though with Vacation. They did try that with that, but there was a lot yeah. more. He wasn't the problem with it. it Maybe he, movie. I mean, Colin Farrell is another person who they kept trying to make work in these movies and didn't. And maybe Chris Hemsworth just isn't meant yeah. to be yeah. a big A-list So what you're saying, star. True Detective Season 3, Chris Hemsworth? Listen, Colin Farrell has much better stuff <laughs> <laughs> to work with than True Detective. But I do think, you know, he's going to have the Marvel movies for a while. Thor is a major Avenger, uh, yeah. one of the, the flagship uh, franchises yeah. there. Um, he's going to have that, but maybe he just takes a break with the other stuff and, ma and makes some smaller movies that really sell him as like being a strong actor. Yeah. Not a physically strong actor, but a, a, a strong talent-wise actor. A sex being. Yes, yes. Um, so NBC Universal, even though they're staying... Ill Stand to lose up to all seventy that million. World money. They got they got enough to shell out three point eight billion for DreamWorks Animation. That was officially announced today. Um, and I think uh, if you read kind of into what the the CEO of NBC Universal said, um, you know this adds a lot to their theme parks with all those characters. Mm -hmm. Now some of them were already showing up. I think Shrek is already yep. at Universal Studios, but like. You know, this is, yeah, Eric Goldman, uh, who is kind of our theme park connoisseur. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he was saying, in a way, it's really not going to be any different because Universal has um, Illumination, the the folks who did, um, like to have Secret Life of Pets, and they did Despicable mm -hmm. Me and Minions. Um, so that could be, like, their Pixar to, like, DWA's 
um, Disney animation. Yeah. You know, so we, there is a precedent there for two major uh, animation forces kind of being under the same roof and turning out, you know, you know, equally, uh, you know, comparable, I, I guess, equally family friendly, but different style of, of product. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see sort of, you know, because for a long time, I was just like, wow, how is DreamWorks animation still like Chugging along. And then I mean, every now and then they'll they'll put out one of those Kung Fu Panda movies that blow right. up everywhere. And, it is know. sort of funny that it won't affect the Universal theme parks at all, though, because they do have Shrek and Despicable yeah. Me rides yeah. already. So uh, yeah. <laughs> expect more of that, I yeah, guess. I guess. Why was I surprised then that Universal ended up buying yeah. them? <laughs> um, now let's talk about what's opening up this week. We have Ratchet and Clank, the movie, our review. By the time... By the time you see this, it will be too late. Our review will be <laughs> up. Uh, and it's not getting a very positive review from oh, IGN. No. Yeah. Um, I've not seen it yet or uh, neither review, have I. so I'll be watching it with no. everyone else. And you know what? Uh, I probably will just watch it on the plane or on Netflix. I hate to, I, I you know, like people to go to the movies to see a movie. But Sometimes you just need a good plane movie. But you know what you should go to the it movies to go see? It will probably make you cry, though. Because did you know that apparently you're more likely to cry on a plane? I don't know if it's the atmosphere, whatever. I think it's the pressure on my sinuses. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that'll be the one time Ratchet and Clank makes you cry. Who knows? <laughs> uh, what you should go see this weekend. Is what we saw last night. Why don't you tell the folks? I reviewed it, so... Kick it off and tell the people what they should go see this weekend. Tell them what Keanu. they want. Meow, meow. The that cat was Peel. so cute. It's like the, the biggest problem with that cat. movie is the cat isn't in every scene. Yeah. Like there are chunks of the movie where they are trying to find the cat that the cat is not there, and it was a big problem for me because I, <laughs> like Jim and I went to that together <laughs> and sat next to each other, and I was just like making keening noises, like <laughs> like this cat is so cute. It really is. He's, it was my second time seeing it, and it's just. Is ridiculously it's cute. It's like it's a really fun movie. It is an extended Key and Peele sketch with yeah. like slightly more of a plot than what the the <laughs> normal sketches would have, which actually did condense a good amount of plot into yeah. a few minutes. Um, it, you know, it's because of that, and like I said, like the cat just like makes the movie every time, every yeah. scene. It's in, uh, and you get the joke. Then sometimes you lose the joke a little bit at these larger stretches when they're yeah. going through the motions to try and get the cat back. Uh, but you know, the the cameos in it are really fun. The supporting cast is really great, and yeah. then like. If you like Key and Peele, if you like their dynamic and think they're funny, you're going to think this movie is funny. They wrote it. Their chemistry is hilarious. They yeah. go on these tangents about you know their Liam Neeson's references and <laughs> all that good stuff. Uh, so I yeah I had such a blast, and I'm probably going to go back and see it again this. Yeah, I, it was my second time seeing. It. I reviewed it for us. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, the cut that I saw was for South by Southwest, and they have since trimmed the movie. But it was definitely shorter, but there was nothing, like it was a really smart kind of judicious um, excising of stuff from the movie because nothing seemed to be missing, but I knew it was shorter, I felt shorter. And when I talked to people afterwards, they confirmed that, yeah, after South By, they went back and, and cut it down, like some jokes here and there were taken out. But it was a good job because nothing, I didn't feel like anything about the movie that I reviewed that I liked was ruined, you know? Right. 
And it was. It, and they, it, did, they did add one big extra thing that I won't spoil here, but yeah. it is out there if you were to go search for it. That yeah, that late edition and the yeah. story behind how that late edition came to be is just like so perfect and so fitting for this. So movie. that's we definitely want you guys to go see Keanu. It's and also a, go adopt a cat or any pet because that is really awesome. I have two pets that I adopted. I think it's really important. There are a lot of animals out there that need a loving home. Actually, recently LA is very, which is where we're based, is very close to being uh, like just a completely adoption friendly city. You are no longer allowed to have puppy mills uh, in LA. If, if you're gonna yeah. sell sell pets, they need to be rescue animals, which makes me really happy. So that's my little PSA, adopt animals, they're the best. We also rescue freelancers. Yeah, we do, yeah, we do that too. Um, we have our own, <laughs> we also yeah. have a puppy mill for freelancers. <laughs> that's true, that's San Francisco, but no, I'm oh, kidding. I kid oh, no, them, no. I kid I go back them. to cute animals. Um, now, you know what else is opening up this weekend, but not here in America? Captain America Civil War. Oh, that little move, that indie. Do you think yeah. it's going to perform well? I, I think it's going to struggle to, to crack <laughs> To find its audience, yeah, to I really it's, like establish a base. It's this year Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, it's tracking at about $200 million this weekend uh, internationally. And it had a, a pretty big uh, first day. Like yeah, it was like 60, 15 million, yeah. 16, yeah. something like that. And then, you know, it'll probably do another 200 million just from the States next weekend. Uh, now, we've both seen the movie. Joshua Yale has seen it. Scott Kalura has seen it. Eric Coleman has not seen it. Yeah, we um, have not spoiled it for him. Tom yet. has not seen it. Yes. <laughs> but to, uh, tomorrow, Friday, when this podcast is. Uh, is finally live. I'm sorry, the show. Yes. Uh, is finally live. We will be doing a f IGN live uh, on Facebook. On Facebook, uh, uh, spoiler-free conversation. Spoiler-free conversation about Captain America: Civil War. What time is that tomorrow? Like noon. Noon, noon Pacific. So. Yeah. This, so it may late. have already <laughs> happened, or you might but, hey, be watching this when it's happening. We'll but see it if we will, can get this up It earlier. will live on IGN Facebook, uh, so if you want to go back and watch it after the fact, we will yeah. be giving spoiler-free spoiler-free thing. Good, yes. good, good, good yeah. save. Good save, yeah. Terry. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm, I'm the Spider-Man <laughs> in this situation. Um, well, that'll about do it for this week's show. You can find all of IGN's content, video content, on our different... Uh, apps like we have ps4 we have xbox we have uh uh roku yeah <laughs> we have everything uh we're mobile we're kind of we're everywhere we're, we're in the cloud we're, we're in, you know you, you know, throw a stone TV. you hit ign yeah pretty much that's going to be our new tagline you are keeping <laughs> it here yeah. you throw a stone and you'll be at ign <laughs> but uh you know send us your feedback at keep it at real at ign.com next week we are going to talk spoilers about Captain America's Civil War, so I'm just a heads up that. about that. Superhero Show, our colleagues across the pond. This weekend's episode of the Superhero Show will be um, a spoiler cast on Captain America's Civil War. So if you've seen Civil War, or you don't care about spoilers, <laughs> I can't imagine you know, why you wouldn't. But, but uh, Terry check Schwartz out, is out there. We'll go and listen they to will. that early and just go watch themselves. Superhero Show then if you've seen it and you want to hear their thoughts about what they thought worked and didn't work about the film. Uh, but next week we'll be doing that here on Keeping It Real. For that, for, until then, for all things movies, keep it here on IGN. <laughs>